New Star Wars The Force Awakens toys and action figures are here. Cool! Are you ready to bring the adventure of the Star Wars universe into your home? The Force is with us! And us. Yeah, us too! New action figures and playsets for ages 6 and up. Way up! Battle the evil Kylo Ren. I'm gonna get you in my lightsaber. Or leave it in the box! Attack. Or leave them in the box and never touch them. All your favorite Star Wars heroes and villains. I have Rey and Finn. I have three of each. One to display, one to open, and one just in case. Why? Non-stop Star Wars action. Like Chewbacca with clip-on forest armor. Time to suit up. Or just look at him. Radical. Launch into hyperspace with battle action Millennium Falcon with real movie sounds. It's completely movie accurate. No, what are you doing? That's not how it lands. It goes... You control the force. You control the action. They don't fight like that. Yeah, just like Doug Vader. Doug Vader? The power's in your hands. Does your wife like toys, too? them all and the fun never stops. <laughs> awesome! Star Wars The Force Awakens action figures, each sold separately for children and adult collectors. Star Wars! And may the Force be with you! Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. I'm using the old, uh, Here we go. didn't they release those walkie-talkies for Jedi? Alright, calm, calm yourself, right. Jake. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys from the past, present, and future. My name is Jason. You are listening to episode number 52. Yeah, 52. Joining us, to- Yay. <laughs> Joining us tonight from my group, StarWars.com, Yot Curmudgeon. Hello, Tom. Hi. How are you, everyone? Hey, I got a question. What? If you end up really liking the new movie, to where you then it will be my fourth favorite Star Wars movie. Exactly, exactly. Then will you will not be the. I mean, that really doesn't make you the OT curmudgeon anymore. If you like the new movie, you're more like the. I don't know, curmudgeon. Yeah, the prequel hate hating per curmudgeon or something. Uh, that's. I don't know. I think. <laughs> I don't know. I would. I would really hate to lose that moniker so by default i will have to hate it no matter what okay yep. <laughs> also joining us tonight from jedibusiness.com chris b hello chris what's up chris b days, man. a few more days that's true it's getting crazy i mean i just put a uh, spoiler free zone on i grew up star wars.com and I don't know if that's going to hold them back, but we'll try. Hey, that, that's going to attract people. I know. I, I think I might have made a mistake. Uh, as, who knows, man? As pe- as just <laughs> shut it down for the week. Yeah. As, uh, can I do that? I don't know. Just delete the whole page right now. Yeah, forget the page. <laughs> Still doing it. I'm going to go to mute. You know, as people are listening to this podcast, the uh, movie is premiering because uh, it premiered Monday, right? Monday, uh... In L.A. Right. Tomorrow, oh, tomorrow. boy. So, wow. As this yeah. as this airs, the movie has premiered, although none of us on the show have seen it. And depending when you download this podcast, you may or may not have seen the movie. <laughs> Are you guys going to watch that red carpet thing? 
I don't think so. I'm way too busy. From now on, I'm I'm done with with everything until I'm standing in line. I'm kind of with you. Really? Yeah. Are you guys? What do you What do you think, Chris? Are you uh you gonna you gonna inundate yourself with stuff until you go, or what do you think? I think so. I'm you know I'm, oh. real, I'm trying to be really careful. Like I haven't watched any of the international trailers and just you know I think it was two or three TV commercials. Yeah. Um, and I just watched them, and I didn't like freeze frame through them or anything. So, you know, but I already know a bunch of stuff. But you know, for the most part, I'm spoiler free. I think. Mm-hmm. And I hope I'll stay like that until Thursday. Well, it's going to be a lot more difficult now, uh, especially I tomorrow. Hearing, I wouldn't mind hearing the sort of review that would say like, "Oh, it sucked," or, oh. It, or it was excellent. But I, I wouldn't want to know that. But you you can't sucks. get that. It's so you're always going to get something attached to it. I know. It, su- it sucks, and why? Here's why. It's really awesome, and here's why. So uh, yeah, I'm not right, going to. I'm not going to read any of the reviews. That's a slippery slope. I'll I think stay. we have other folks on the podcast. That's right. <laughs> from, we forgot all about that. From Bendems of the Black Series, from Vintage to Modern. He collects them all, if he can find them. Our good friend Ryan. Uh, I usually find them. I, you I do. find a way to get them. Eventually. Yeah, no. Eventually you always yep. find them. Yeah, I, Ryan, I guess Ryan I mean, are you going to gonna be uh, spoiler-free there? Or? Yes. I'm, I'm really strongly considering dropping off Facebook. Uh tomorrow evening and yeah. until today yeah I, I really don't want to be spoiled I'm, I've already seen and heard a couple of things I, I don't know the plot or anything which is cool and I just don't want that to be given away I, I really want to be impressed and, and enjoy it Thursday night agreed also joining us uh, connected by string and tin can <laughs> from forbombtazunkis.com <laughs> Jake Four out, four days, four hours, thirty-nine minutes. Jake is <laughs> not gonna. Jake is going to. Uh, four days, four hours, thirty-nine minutes. Jake is what? going to eat every spoiler and every every little nibble he can get from here until the end of end of time. This is the first Star Wars movie where the oh. no- novel hasn't already been released. Like the novel always comes out before the movie. Oh, this is the first time they haven't. Well, that's a, the soundtrack this, too. Yeah. Well, that's a good step forward then. I, I I'm I'm good with the with the novel and the comic not getting released, but I really wish that soundtrack was out because I remember getting so pumped up for the uh, prequels by listening to the uh, soundtracks the week before. Yeah. Yeah, no, but we I'm all know you where you one. can get spoilers uh, off of those. <laughs> well, that's true, but hopefully they've learned their lesson when naming those. I know. Well, they're releasing the soundtrack Menace. on the 18th. I, there could be anything on it. Who knows? I mean, I know they released that one track called BB-8 Bites the Dust or whatever, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be yeah. funny if that was like the second track on the album? <laughs> awesome. Oh. No, I actually haven't. Uh, Chewbacca's Chris, Funeral have Track <laughs> 13. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I Red haven't gone after the international spoilers. <laughs> Luke and Leia together at last. <laughs> <laughs> the return of Lobot and Lando. Uh, yeah. Are we? Uh, are we making? Uh, are we having uh, ideas? Well, we should. We should probably just. Uh, I don't know. Forget. 
the Force Ghost of Jar Jar. Maybe we've said too much. Yeah, if we just spoiled the movie for you, um, that's really too bad for you because because just... we had no idea we were doing it. <laughs> yeah. So if BB-8 really does bite the dust in this movie, then sorry, sorry I ruined that moment for you. BB-8 <laughs> is Luke Skywalker. Who's uh, the one? We don't know who, what character is playing. Um, Max Van, Van Max von Sydow. BB-8. Max von Sydow's BB-8. Yeah, he's like a really little tiny uh, guy, you know, like, uh, <laughs> was it Gascano or whatever uh, in the Into the Void episode of oh Clone Wars? Oh, my God. From he's Planet of the Void. on a hamster ball inside BB-8. Uh, let's hope not. <laughs> All right, so what are you guys' plans for for Thursday? Let's Jason, uh, go, see go, the around, go around the horn. Jason, what are you doing? Well, starting at 1 a.m. Thursday morning, I will be watching... All seven movies in uh, episode order. So starting with episode one at 1 a.m. And a couple, uh, couple hours uh, later, episode two. A couple hours later, episode three. Then I've got like an hour and a half or two hour break. And then episode four, episode five, episode six. Then another hour and a half break. And then episode seven. So I'm so watching them all. A, a special editions for the OT? Well, they say they're showing the original theatrical cuts. That's what the email we received said when we bought the tickets. However, no I think... Nice. But, but but everyone's really skeptical about that. Hmm. So I guess time... Boy, that would time, be something. That would be something. Uh, it doesn't really cool. matter. No, nah, really... at this point it doesn't. I it guess. doesn't matter, but if they're not going to do that, they shouldn't say they're going to do that. You know, That'd be a special treat, though. Yeah. So we'll know. Um, I don't know what the first shot that was tweaked in uh, A New Hope was, but we'll know as soon as that shot comes up. Chris, isn't it funny that uh, the the hatred for the special editions special editions just kind of got sucked into the hate for the prequels? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, hey, I don't way, saw your uh, spoiler-free image on I Grew Up Star Wars. I'm a. If you don't mind, I'll I'll grab that from you. Go for it. Repost that. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> Have to, um, yeah. You can post. You can post spoilers in Galaxy of Toys because everyone will be off Facebook and we won't be monitoring the page. <laughs> That's true. True. So, no. <laughs> I don't think we have to worry about spoilers until Tuesday because I'm pretty sure with tomorrow's cast screening, you're not going to have the cast running out and breaking all the NDAs. I think it's you're going to get the stupid journalist that wants to get the. Wants to get the traffic early. Right, exactly. Something. So I think Tuesday is more dangerous. I think you're anything. right. I think, so, uh, yep, I think the uh, the website that wants the maximum amount of hits is going to break the code, yeah. the code and post a review Somebody early. It's going to be Monday night after the movie, man. They, they're going to be, you know, typing it up right in the lobby on their laptop. How, how many people are actually going? I mean, I mean, the premieres in L.A., what size theater is that going to be? Is there going to be a lot of people the seeing Capitan, it? Capitan, I believe, how? because I have a friend who works across the street, uh-huh. and she's um, <laughs> been watching. It always people. amazes me. I have to interrupt you real quickly. It always amazes me how well-connected you are. Me? It, it always amazes me. You always know somebody who's, like, really close to the action. Oh, no, I don't think so. Um, but I do know a friend who works across the street. <laughs> He's got a and, guy. No, it's a girl. Um, and she uh, <laughs> she works across the street. What difference would that make? And uh, she says they are building a uh, block-long 
um, bleachers and stands, and they're going to be shutting the entire block down for uh, the red carpet affair. So, like, normally, you know, they just do kind of out the front because the El Capitan's just a hop and a skip there from what used to be the Kodak Theater where they host the, uh, the Oscars, you know. So they're used to red carpets in that area. But apparently this one is, like, the red carpet. They're, like, break, breaking down the whole street and everything. Hmm. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. They're gonna, yeah, and I'd stay off Twitter too if you're on Twitter. It's gonna be, oh yeah, it's... oh, you know what's even worse is Instagram. Really, I'm not on that, so I, Instagram, uh, Im- Imager, any of that crap. Just, just, yeah. just throw your computer away and yeah. You shouldn't have room in my cave. You shouldn't even be you online. You shouldn't even be online. You shouldn't even be down downloading this podcast right now. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't even be playing the 2600 because for some <laughs> reason someone's going to beam a message while you're playing Yars Revenge, and then you will know. Well, well, Skynet became self-aware and has infected all Atari 2600s. So. Yeah, right. I knew yeah. that was going to happen. Maybe yeah, Skynet actually Wi-Fi is built the into Force this. Awakens. <laughs> Could be. All right, Could so... Uh, I said my plans. What are everybody else's plans for this? Go ahead, Tom. Oh, um, I think, uh, well, I, I think Heather and I are going to be going up and uh, meeting with the uh, crew that's going to be at the uh, South Center Theater. I think some folks are already going to be in line probably 11, 12 noon, and uh, we'll try to get up there after work as quickly as we can. And you're going with like a big group of like what, thirteen, fourteen people or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, I think so. So I'm not sure. Sarlacc and Stars people, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for the most yeah. part. Amy, Aaron, a few other people I can't think of right now. I'm sorry, I can't. I'm also going with a group of eight people, I think. So. Awesome. So who's next, uh, Chris? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, we're gonna see it at the uh, IMAX in Seattle. Who's your crew? Um, well, Jake. Oh, nice. And uh, John and Mark is going to be there as well. So four of us, basically. John from Port Angeles? Yep. yep. Nice. Cool. Yeah, he was able to, uh, He, you know, because, of course, the day the, the tickets came out, it was just, you know, we didn't know when they were dropping, whether it was going to be after that trailer or before. Well, the Seattle Center was because we didn't want to do the marathon. Because I didn't think I'd be in the right frame of mind after sitting since 1 a.m. to see the yeah. film. So we wanted to see it in the second best theater that we can think of outside of the Cinerama. And that was the Boeing IMAX at the Pacific Science Center. So you um, guys are going uh, you guys are going full on 3D for the first viewing. Well, an article came out a couple days ago on io9. And it said, here is a very short list at the seven best uh, theaters to see it. In America, because apparently there's only seven theaters that laser project uh, the IMAX 3D. And it happens to be that that Boeing IMAX is one of only seven theaters that you could see it in the best possible format. Dang. So we were well, that's pretty... going to be that's going to be awesome. Just tooling around Seattle Center, too, beforehand. Yeah. That's awesome. I remember yeah. being at that theater like several years ago. And what blew me away back then was the sound system in there. Uh, it's going to be great. Yeah, I saw one of the Mission Possible movies there, and it was really good. Well, that'll definitely be one of my future viewings then. Yeah, I have tickets, Me too. I have tickets to see there the following weekend. Awesome. Yeah, and that's that's my uh, my plan is to try to get to the three versions out there. Same here. You know, over the next work. So 
Uh, Chris and I will be seeing it 3D IMAX the first day. And then I have tickets for my family um, 24 hours later at 7 o'clock in just here in Tacoma at, you know, this AMC where you can pick your seats and recline in your chair and stuff. So we'll be seeing it on normal 3D. And then I haven't picked up tickets yet uh, to see it 2D because at that point, uh, being a teacher, I'll be on winter break and I can go Monday morning. I can go, you know, Tuesday afternoon. It can go anytime. So mm-hmm. that's the goal before Christmas to get in all three versions. Cool. Yeah. If I'm going to watch it, uh, down here in Olympia, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be, I'm going to be pretty underwhelmed. So if we go somewhere else, it'll definitely be up North somewhere. So are you guys going to watch it like every day on the weekend, like Friday, Sunday, Sunday? <laughs> for the rest of Depends. the year? Depends Every on if it's good, Crispy. <laughs> Ryan, where are you going to go see it? Uh, I have tickets to go see it at the AMC IMAX Theater in uh, Alderwood. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually become one of my favorite theaters, so that's kind of what I grabbed. My girlfriend and I go cool. headed up there. Is your... One of the things I discovered is this last week they announced um, what theaters would have merchandise they're going to sell for the premiere, uh-huh, and yeah. my theater is actually one of them. Oh, that's yeah, cool. So you're going to have to take pictures and let us know. Is this, oh, I will. Is this going to be the first Star Wars movie that your girlfriend has seen? In a theater. In <laughs> well, a theater. In a theater. In, in a theater, yeah. Well, I think she may have seen one of the prequels in the mm-hmm. theater Okay. when when they came out. But, uh, I, you know, she's never seen one in the theater with me. So, so She's in for All an right. education. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but this is just like, I mean, and that is just, this is, we're talking about, one day out of this week. I mean, I think like all of us on here have like this week is just Star Wars week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'd, like, I'd like it to be that, but I'm busy with a ton of other I'm, stuff. This I'm week. busy yeah, at I'm, work, but yeah, I'm not. But no, but think about it. We, we're podcasting tonight talking about it. I know that a lot of us are going to go to our stars meeting and talk about it. And mm-hmm. uh, I think someone Tuesday, in our group. Yeah. yeah so that's on Tuesday. And they even yeah. printed up uh, cool premiere t-shirts for our collecting group. So, We'll be picking those up as well. And then on Thursday, we'll be seeing the film. And on Friday, we'll probably be seeing it again. And then on uh, Saturday, we have our annual White Elephant Christmas party, which is always a big, big deal. So Star Wars week, man. Yeah. Did you guys do any uh, uh, wild hair swag or anything uh, while waiting in line? I've got some uh, extra figures that I saved from about 15 years ago that I'm going to be hand- <laughs> handing out. <laughs> You've got your tro- you've got your your choice of four battle droids. Yeah, <laughs> that's been outlawed, right? You can't do that at the party. Hand out like figures from no, like two thousand. No, no prequel stuff. No I think prequel in, stuff. In general. Yeah. So, uh, I, I there goes my idea. I, I saw something today that's going to be part of the gift exchange uh, on Saturday, so I, I can already say it's awesome. So, all right, Mister Spoiler, just take it. <laughs> I know. Well, I if bought, you saw my post on Facebook, you you have a pretty good idea what it might be. I'm off Facebook. Um, I have to look it up. <laughs> I just I deleted. It. I just deleted my account. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a piece that I want to keep so bad, but I bought it for the white elephant. So I'm trying to be strong. It's a vintage piece, but uh, we'll struggle. It might be something that I go after at the party. <laughs> I bring I, it I and then try to go. I actually got my gift yet. Uh, I'm making mine this week sometime. All right. Um, wanted to mention the uh, Saturday Night Live skit that aired on last Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Even if you didn't stay up to watch the show, that the thing's been circulating everywhere online. Yep. Um, it's basically a toy commercial for the Force Awakens toys 
that stars some little kids. Well, not too little, maybe 10, 11 years old. And then all of a sudden, the adults join in on the commercial, and it's pretty funny. And it, it and while it does definitely make fun of Star Wars collectors, I think it's fun. It is. <laughs> I, I would like to say, I, I'm sure there's some people who are offended by it out there, but, I mean, come on. It, it's, how, it's, could, how could you be offended so by that? that? It's just like, it's not, it's not showing that stereotype of Star Wars collectors being living in mom's basement and, you know, with all yeah. their toys. It's just saying that, you know, adults are really big into buying this stuff and they'll buy more or leave it in the package or whatever. Right. It, so much of that is true that uh, two my favorite my two favorite parts when the kid asks the uh, the the nerd guy, does your wife collect? <laughs> and then the, uh, the 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 I was showing Heather uh, the the video. <laughs> and uh, the when when the the wide shot where the 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 guy's putting the Kylo Red in the case and goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heather looks at me and kind of goes, <laughs> that's you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I like wife. the yeah. ages six and up way up. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. That's it's so fantastic. great. So it's great. Fantastic. I know that was a that was a fun one. I, I'm pretty happy with that. I mean, just all. I mean, how often do you see Hasbro highlighted that much in you know anything on TV? You know, and that was a that was essentially a Hasbro commercial. If you were to edit out the adults, you'd have a proper I Hasbro know. commercial. They I know. I was I was thinking, wow, they did. This is a better commercial for the toys than Hasbro has come <laughs> up with. I know. Like, there was only one mistake I saw, and here's this nerd mode here, but. Like when these, one of the kids is flying the Falcon, and it's missing like the radar dish and stuff. Yeah, I don't think that was this, the, the when they're showing the battle action Falcon. Like yeah. they they the first shot of it isn't the I don't think that is the battle no. action Falcon. No, you know what? I think they are the uh, snap fit model. Oh. Because one time, oh. one time uh, the the uh, one of the SNL guys are holding an X wing, and it's about as big as his palm. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's not the full size, you know, three and three quarters. So they have a few other pieces. I mean. They have a normal X-Wing in there, too, when they're right. zooming down the table of all the different toys. They've got the so. hero X-Wing in there. I think so, yeah. No, they do. They show it in box, and then they have one later on uh, loose. And then, they- and then uh, the case is yes. full of all sorts of fun. It's got everything yeah. from uh, boxed micro collection to Power of the Force 2 figures. <laughs> it's just Gentle big- giant jumbo figures. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. I stayed up late and recorded it off my TV and posted it right after. And I got, yeah, I think that that did some serious circulation before it was even out on, um, <laughs> before uh, Hulu and YouTube officially released it. And uh, yeah, well, Any, yeah, anybody who takes offense to that is is seriously a jackass. I think and that's well. That said, that's wait said a second. Peace, peace and love from Tom. Wait, Tom a, wait a second. Chris hasn't mentioned anything about Send it. Maybe he was offended. Oh, yeah. I, I was yeah. so offended. I, I, I only just watched once. <laughs> <laughs> you want to send me an email, just go ahead and send me uh, gofyourself at igrowupstarwars.com. <laughs> no, it was hilarious. Yeah. It was, how can you not love that? It's so great. <laughs> it reminds me, in, in some ways, of the uh, Triumph the Comic Insult Dog uh, yeah. for episode two. I mean,. Yeah. Was that degrading to fans or collectors? Well, yeah, kind of. Was it funny? Yes, it was funny. So, <laughs> I mean, check yourself. If it's funny, go with it. I don't know why people would be insulted by it. Yeah, don't oh. take yourself so seriously, guys. The, Come uh, on. The one shot. Collect toys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, remember what you're doing. You're buying toys. All right? 
I haven't really been a fan of the armor up figures because I think it's kind of a waste of plastic. But uh, the way the kid was like excited about it made me think maybe there's something to those. When he's like, "Time to suit up, Chewbacca or Chewie or whatever you know, whatever that scene was where he's going to put that armor up helmet on Chewbacca." Yeah, the kid yeah. looked like genuinely, you know, like I thought maybe there is something to the armor ups. I don't know. I you thought know it was what? good. That, I, I, yeah, I agree with you, <laughs> but I think. Even more so is that there's someone on staff at Saturday Night Live. I mean, they have a you know a huge room of writers. Mm-hmm. Plus, every cast member is a writer as well. They tend to write their own stuff as well. Yeah. And then it's tweaked by a huge room of writers. Um, but someone in that room collects because that commercial was too spot on. Yeah. Somebody. Somebody in there. Somebody knew. Is, it. Yeah. Somebody knew yeah. what they were doing. It yeah, used the, to be the Seth one, one to open Myers, the keep but, and. One for extra whatever. That was, yeah. Which is funny because I posted something about the layers that I bought that was almost similar to that, which is very frightening. Awesome. So I'm sure sure that will uh, continue to circulate for a couple days, I bet, because I've seen that posted so many times. Oh, yeah. Anyways. Went pretty viral. And then uh, Jimmy Kimmel a couple weeks ago had – a few Star Wars customs he had on there. It's kind of funny. <clears throat> he he uh, when he had J.J. Abrams on the show for his Star Wars episode, he put um he he said I made a couple figures, you know, represent our visit, and he made uh, he put glasses on a Han Solo action figure, and then he uh, put a really ugly Jimmy Kimmel head on top of a Princess Leia figure. <laughs> had them hanging out there, so you start to see him pop up a little more during. A movie time, you know, yeah. making appearances here and there. Yeah. This is the hugest blitz I can remember in m- m- modern history <laughs> for a movie. Yeah, I wonder, though, yeah, how much of it is social media, though. I, I mean, you know, because... Well, that's certainly helping. Like, imagine if we didn't, we weren't on Facebook, because we weren't 10 years ago, like we are now. So, how much have we, would we have pulled from Facebook? Well, you know? every little tidbit nowadays, anything that has anything to do with The Force Awakens is automatically viral. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so. It is yeah. amazing. Like, there's, every day there's a new picture of a product that we haven't seen before. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but I see something new every single day. I think you could survive now on. Star Wars only products um, for the rest of your days for anything you can think of. I I saw somebody posted uh, some BB-8 packaging for oranges now. So uh, like a bag a bag of yeah, there's been Vader apples and Yoda grapes, but now there's actually BB-8 oranges. Wow! There you go. That kind of makes sense, actually. Yeah, you can wash that down after your uh, Star Wars spaghettios. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and of course, they now have Kylo Ren and BB-8 cereal, and yeah, uh, they're on the pop chips and yeah, Jesus, whatever else you want. Hamburger. We'll house. be eating. We'll be eating Kylo Ren cereal at the uh, the celebration '86. Um, <laughs> I, I refuse. I still refuse to try the uh, Star Wars hamburger helper, though. I refuse. No. I haven't seen that yet. If I now do those has and we we talked about this last time. Mm. Was there any mention of a specific flavor or? Uh, I don't remember. It, it all looked bad to me. I, I, I've had the taco kits. They weren't bad. Yeah. Well, there's no. I mean, uh, other than the 
other than the packaging, it has nothing to do with Star Wars. Right. Probably not. I mean, there's no little Kylo Kylo Ren shaped pasta or anything in this thing. No. I don't. Fried beans didn't have anything special in them either. Right. So let me ask you guys: Have you picked up any new uh, Star Wars products recently? Go to you, Tom. I know you have. No. No. Uh, well, those outside of those three layers for the display, nothing. And I have to admit that I have picked up nothing Force Awakens you are, at all. One, Not one iota of a product have I purchased. Okay, but you said you bought that uh, Topps book recently, right? Well, I, mean, uh, that's, I guess that's true. Yeah, I bought that yesterday. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Just you know what? Try to I'm, keep I'm, it I'm, honest. Come on, man. I'm an old guy. What the hell am I? I don't even know what I had for lunch today. What's the? Uh, what is the Topps book? Because I I haven't bought it yet. The Topps book is actually um, it's much smaller than I would have expected. It's a, like a, it's a what? How would you say? It's a it's a coffee table book, but it's incredibly small. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's very large. It's got many pages and. Uh, Every page, I'm looking at it right now, every page has one card dedicated to just one page. So it's one page, one card. Of vintage and Star the, Wars cards. Right, yeah, yeah. So at, not only vintage Star Wars, it's just vintage Star Wars. It, it's only the Star mm-hmm. Wars cards. Not, you know, it doesn't get it doesn't get to, into the Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back cards. So it's, wow. worth, it's worth the purchase? Yeah, and actually, now that I'm looking at it, in the back, toward the back, you've got the Wonder Bread cards, too. Oh, wow. So what is it called? Is it called just Tops? It's simply called, um, it's got the first uh, first card design, uh, trading card cover design, the C-3PO. Uh-huh. So it just, the cover just says Star Wars Tops. It looks like the cover. Okay. And it's called, I actually found it here for it's, you, Tom. It's, uh, well, it's Volume 1, the original Tops trading card series. Yeah. Are they going to do Amazon like for sixteen bucks? Oh, that's not bad. Are they going to do? Oh, like, I got it for twenty five, so I got screwed. Are they going to Barnes and Noble? <laughs> are they going to do a different book for each series? Like, are they going to do would, yellow, orange, green? No, I think they're just going to maybe do the. Uh, it would be silly because who's going to buy this book over and over and over again? You, I would. No, not me. Well, Jake, I think would. He's a maniac. <laughs> no, no, it's not action figures. <laughs> well, what about those comics, dude? Okay, anyway, forget it. Just just shut up. I don't want to hear your answer anyway. Um, so I would imagine it's just the first the first cover or first card design per Wouldn't you think so, Ryan? It's probably the first card design per uh run of cards. I'm trying to remember they they talked with the author on Kivecast uh like a couple months ago and I'm trying to remember what he said. It sounded like they were going to do more, but I can't remember if it was to go Seriously? on and into the other uh, colors, or if they were going to go on Empire next? If it's the same book, which it, it's got to be, if they do another, uh, you know, the the five runs. Oh, wait, no, it's silly. already on Amazon here. I'm sorry. Volume 2 is The Empire Strikes Back. Ah, okay, good. Well, it comes perfect. out in April. It's already on Amazon. There Not we go. As dumb as I thought they might be. Okay, good. Well, I'll definitely pick that up, too. But once... <laughs> nah. Um. Yeah, and and if you want to hear more about the book, like Ryan said, the Kivecast has a whole, has an episode where they they interview the uh, the author and uh, creator of many of the cards. I think his name is. Uh, let me look on their page. It's Gary. 
Jirani. Anyways, that's uh, the Kive cast or the Star Wars Vintage Pod. Yeah, don't ask me because I forgot that I I got it. It's their uh, Twin Pod Creamsicle episode if you're looking on their uh, feed. Oh, there you go. There you go. So check out the Kive cast. Um, Chris, what have you picked up since we talked last? Um, nothing. Oh, I picked up the uh, the armor up Poe Dameron that's exclusive at Toys R Us. And the uh, the Captain Phasma I picked up as well. Okay. So I, I'm all set in those two. I was looking at your comparison shots on uh, Phasma, and there are definitely some different paint apps. Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I'm 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 telling myself I'm not buying those, so I'll keep telling myself that until I probably buy yeah, it. I'll have to spend. It's nice. I mean, it's just it's the same sculpt as your the, the one that you already have mm-hmm. is, is identical to the one that's Toys R Us exclusive right now, except for the paint. Do app. you think those are? The, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, and the two are uh, two armor up mm-hmm. accessories. Do you think those paint apps are exclusive to like a scene in the movie, maybe? No, no. I, I don't think so. No. Yeah. But I do have to say, though, that I probably have to spend a little bit more time with the uh, Armor Up accessories because apparently you can take them apart completely. Yeah. And I knew that you could take them apart, but I never really um, thought that you can take them so far apart that you can actually just use uh, one of the pieces, the back piece, as its own accessory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes any sense? So I'll yeah. have to oh, yeah. back and... Uh, Really look at those because um, that might be really cool. Actually, you can probably do some really cool combinations with older figures by using those armor up accessories. So, um, yeah. So I'll have to go back and, and check that out and take, spend more time with that stuff. Yeah, but yeah, I, I haven't picked up hair. anything else besides those two figures. Yeah, the po- and the Poe Dameron. Um, I I like that. I like the uh, head sculpt better than the helmet sculpt from the uh, carded version. But this is the uh, this is the one that kind of came with the X wing, right? With the right, very the body, similar. Body, the body is from the single carded version, and the the head is from the one that came with the X wing. Okay. But it was given a different paint app, so the the head, even though it's the same sculpt, it does look different. Mm-hmm. But you really have to, you know, look very closely to really spot the difference. And there was no X wing helmet included in the set, which was a little bit. You know, let down, but you know. But instead, he comes with like a Hoth gear and uh, Endor gear, right? And that's kind of what he comes with, right? Forest right? and forest and snow gear. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, what about you? Have you picked up anything recently? Yeah, I've actually picked up a couple of things. Uh, I think it was somebody here who uh, mentioned when the uh, the Amazon did a deal for the uh, the six inch scale Tie Fighter. Um, it was like one hundred and ten dollars, I think it was. Uh, it was like right after Black Friday, and uh, I, I jumped on that, and it actually arrived this last week. And that that sucker is awesome. Yeah, it's huge, but it is awesome. The interior of the cockpit is so well detailed. Uh, it's like I saw this at San Diego Comic Con, and I remember seeing how big it was. It's several there, but Comic Con, of course, everything's large around you, so you don't get that sense of the scale. Um, it barely fit through a few doorways in my house when all put together when I was take it to where I was setting it for the time. Uh, but I'm very impressed with that. Um, I attempted to buy the Disney Elite uh, Boba Fett this last week, 
and uh, got shut down every which way. I went to go buy it at the store, and they were sold out when I got there. I bought it on the website, like literally put in my number. They said they had it, got it, and the next day I got a notice saying, oh, no, we don't actually have it. Sorry. And so I'm working with somebody in the UK right now to pick that up. And then today um, I got something very uh, surprised, completely surprised to me. Uh, my girlfriend and I were out shopping. We wandered into a Michael's store and uh, ran into Lauren Bach, of all people. And um, it was great to see Lauren. I haven't seen him in a little while. And he was picking up uh, some of his own artwork there that he'd gotten framed. And he, he says, hey, you know, I've been meaning to give you another piece. And he just hands me one of his pieces of artwork right there in the store. Um, and it's awesome. It's got, like, Cloud City on it and Death Star 2. And it's, it's, it's really big. So I just got that original piece of Lauren Bach artwork today. So that was That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it blew me away. Yeah, very cool. That's great. What about you, Jake? Oh man, uh, it's been a busy week. Uh, Ryan and I had the opportunity to compete in a um, <clears throat> trivia contest in Seattle last night with uh, Gus Lopez and a couple other uh, Star Wars collectors, and we ended up taking first. So it was awesome because it was a huge competition. But um, it's because you didn't have Tom that, on your team; otherwise, you definitely would have lost. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You know what? There was surprisingly, it was not super heavy on prequel. I mean, it was a good balance, but it wasn't yeah. like they weren't going deep into prequel stuff too much. Give me, uh, give us, uh, give us a couple questions, Jake. Come on, go. Well, they had visual rounds, they had audio rounds, so they give us a little card that had uh, people's uniforms without their faces in it, and so they like edited, photoshopped out, and you just saw their clothing, and you had to identify all the people, and it was like. Ah. Tarkin and Barisafi and um, help me out, Ryan. Uh, Uncle Owen and played stuff like Padme that. And, Padme and uh, yeah. yep. And then uh, they had Boss sound now. rounds. They had like uh, they played like uh, Django's sonic bomb in from the prequels. They played like the Wampa, which tripped us up because we felt like it was the Reek because it snorted a lot more than we remembered, and so. Um, so they had audio rounds, they had visual rounds, and then they had just they had a math round, which was kind of cool. So they were like, Luke in uh, in A New Hope goes by two different names that have numbers in them. Subtract the smaller number from the bigger number. So you had to go, okay, well he was TK four two one, so I'm going to minus four two. I'm going to have four two one, and then he was also red five, so I have to go five minus four two one. You know, so it was kind of cool math stuff like that as well. Good grief. Oh yeah, it was it was good. It was intense. There was twenty teams. Every team had six people, and uh, yeah, we swept. It was it was geeks who drink their trivia contest, which are national. But the reason I bring it up is because we met at Gus's house, and I was able to get from Gus the new Disney droid that he brought back, the new holiday one. So I actually physically have that now. I think we talked about it last show. And then from Ryan, Ryan and I were able to complete our silly little um, Toys R Us. What are they? Medallions, medals collections that they're giving out if you play a game online you can get a toys r us medal and they have like uh what is it hoth yavin uh endor and tatooine there's four medals but you have to go once a week to get there well i had a duplicate of uh, tatooine ryan had a duplicate of hoth and that kind of we switched so i completed the toys r us medals congratulations me i know blah blah um did I tell you last week or did we talk about it some other time? But I completed our, I actually bit the bullet and bought the empire magazine. Oh, the Kylo Ren. Oh, version. Yeah. Yeah. That 
That's going to set me back about sixty-three dollars. Oh. But yeah, I told you, I told UK. you, I would have made one for you. <laughs> I, I'm still waiting for that one. It's my. It's a, that's a white pair, elephant. You pair can of scissors and an extra action figure and. <laughs> so my so, Empire magazine's on the way. Yeah. Jake, going back to the uh, trivia contest, uh, yeah. how many how many groups were there? Twenty. Did you recognize any of those people yep. outside of your group? Enough. Crazy enough, the only you know all of us there were from Sarlacc, and uh, yeah, no, there was not a single person in there. Ryan, I think you'd agree, right? You didn't know no, anybody. I actually right? ran into somebody else I knew there. Oh, you saw a person, okay. but for yeah, the I most for the most I part. I knew from when I worked at Game Crazy, she was a regular customer at Game Crazy. So it wasn't like new within the Star Wars circles, but it was yeah. another person I knew. So you have to you have to wow. be a geek that drinks. That's the theme of the trivia. Well, yeah, that's who puts okay. it on, geeksudrink.com. Okay. So and they're national. They had like on Oh, today, it's a national thing. Like, oh, yeah, wow. No, there's like 35 different pubs or bars or restaurants across the country that all had Star Wars trivia just today. Mm. They take it very seriously. They're like, all right, as soon so, as we start, your phones are gone. No smartphones. So, so you won the first night. Do you move on to like the next bracket? Is there like a regional geeks who drink and then a state and then a no, nationals? It was, it was an eight round trivia contest. It took like three plus hours because you're, you know, we had pitchers of beer and dinner and appetizers. So, you know, you kind of spend the evening answering Star Wars questions. It seems like the more you drink, the less effective you'd be at answering the questions. That's true. That 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 could be a case, but we, <laughs> we kept a nice steady. <laughs> yeah. Steady case. Steady pace. Um but yeah, so Sarlacc took first. Congratulations um, to Sarlacc. Uh, what else did I pick up? I picked up the Toys R Us exclusive um, 12-inch Phasma, and she looks amazing. That is a great, great Oh, that may bring me out of retirement for shampoo bottle figures. Oh, she, it, is, it is the next best thing to, um, I want to say diecast, <laughs> but that's not the one I'm looking hot, for. Hot toys? Um, <laughs> no, no, come on, come on. Uh, the, what's bad for the environment? What oh, we all want so. back metal, back metalized. Uh, thank you, back metalized. As, yes. Asbestos figures. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's covered in plutonium, so that's why she's really shiny. <laughs> and mercury. Yes. <laughs> oh, there you go. That would probably be really cool. Yeah. No, but she looks great. She is super shiny. She's uh, again. I'm going to say those 12 inch figures are better than the three and three quarter inch. I mean, they're both five POA. But the sculpt, like on Finn, is just so much better. And, of course, it's a larger figure. But in this case, even the paint apps are just so bright and shiny on Phasma and the 12-inch. And on the 3 and 3 quarter, she's kind of just gunmetal. So, yeah, so I picked up that as well. And I went and I told you I wanted that mall that you talked about last show. So I went and found the spider mall for the Star Wars Mashers. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the Rolling Stones. Oh, I got that too. And the and the Time Magazine cover, and I had to choose because I'm not going to spend $6 on each cover. So uh, with your guys' suggestions, I went with BB-8 instead of R2. Um, I haven't picked it up yet, but I saw that the new Beckett's out, and it's just – it's got Star Wars – the new Star Wars toy Beckett. It's magazine. It's like 10 bucks. It's like – you can find it on the racks at Kmart. Um, but it has like vintage uh, – Millennium Falcon on the cover and stuff. I, so. I was at Barnes and Noble yesterday looking looking for some of these magazines because you 
posted that picture. And there's a magazine called Scream Magazine, and it has a yes. Force Awakens cover, and it actually does have Luke Skywalker on it. What's he look like? Is it spoiler? I mean, he looks like Luke. He looks like old Luke. Does he have a beard? You know, he does. And and I'm not saying, I don't even know if it's a spoiler. It looks almost like, it's probably like a fan art type thing. But still, it's, it's, uh, I don't think it's an official image. I actually don't because I looked at it. I almost bought it, but it didn't look, it didn't look quite legit to me. It looked like what a fan might think, you know. Because I know Sci-Fi Magazine has a, Force Awakens covered too, but mm-hmm. that looked like it was movie poster inspired. So, and uh, in the one. next issue of Famous Monsters magazine has a uh, Force Awakens cover, I think, for next week, and I believe that does have Luke Skywalker on it as well. Now that is a blast! In the yeah, house because Famous Monsters did vintage. Mm-hmm. They covered vintage stuff. I believe that magazine relaunched recently because it was kind of out of publication for a while, so it's back. That's right. So that would so go to Barnes and Noble and spoil yourself on uh, Luke Skywalker because he's on the cover of both magazines. Oh, you guys, I want <laughs> Luke not to have a cameo in this. I don't want him to have a cameo. Ryan, says take, he's you're gonna build. find out, Jake. Just calm yourself, for Christ's <laughs> sake. They've got ten more movies coming out in the next five years. Who knows what? <laughs> no, probably not that many. Lobot's going to get his, his own think, movie, Jason. I, do you I know think it. we're going to get to a point where there's more than one Star Wars movie per year? Like Marvel? Because there's like, what, three three yes. Marvel movies a year? Marvel's, yes. go, Marvel's been at two. They're shifting to mm-hmm. three in a year. Do you think Star Wars will oh, get yeah. like that eventually? Yeah. Ryan says yes. So, I, I oh. think so. Well, well, I kind of, because look at we got, it's going to be a year till Rogue One, whatever Rogue One mm-hmm. is. And then... Um, after Rogue One, it's only six months till that next Star Wars film. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna feel and, and like you we're could getting run to it. A... I mean, like Rogue One doesn't really gonna use a lot of the same sets to say Episode Seven or Eight. I mean, those two productions can run almost simultaneously and not be interrupting each other. So that's true. But sport, uh, but Sephiroth showed get... some Force Awakens vehicles on the yeah. set of Rogue One. Well, I mean, you can still share stuff like that, but I mean, you're not going to be sharing actors, I would think, you know, or directors or that sort of thing. I don't know. Hmm. I think Is if this, it gets uh... big enough, yes. They, they, it keeps making that much money, yes. They will be putting out more than one movie a year. So, so uh... They, like, shift to animated movies, too. I, I can go that route. I, give us some more Clone Wars, Rebels movies, or stuff like that. I don't that. want a Rebels movie. I'm kind of burned out on Rebels. No, it's just... Oh, Rebels it's is good. Come on, that that three episodes ago, when they dressed in Stormtroopers and infiltrated that Star Destroyer, that was a great I haven't episode. Watched the, I was pretty good. I st- I, I've only watched like the first three episodes this season. I kind of lo- I lost no, track. You need to watch oh, more than that, hmm? You need to watch I'll more. watch them all. I just... I don't know. I'm not... I'm just not a huge fan of Rebels. I don't think it's. You just need you just need real movie stuff. I think Wars. so. That's what you... Now right, I am a right. fan of the toys, so Hasbro get on that, but not not the TV show so much. Is uh, John Williams? This is his last uh, movie. He's we don't scoring, we don't right? know that we don't no. know that. No, 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 it's not true. Well, uh, for Star Wars, maybe, but he's already out doing the BFG for next year for Spielberg's. BFG. I, I can't see why he wouldn't do uh, episode eight if he's able. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. He's what is he eighty? What now, Ryan? He'll be eighty-four in February. And he's got he's got so, ten years left in him. 
Well, he's a conductor. They're supposed to live longer because they use upper body. They say oh, tennis players and conductors, they live longer than a normal human. Old Johnny Williams has been looking old since <laughs> I've know. known him. He's since still 83. pretty spry. I saw him a couple years ago live in concert, and he yeah. was still pretty spry and everything. He was having fun. Uh, he's always been great. a slow oh, talker, though. He's, he's amazing. Yeah, been a right. fellow dude. But when he scored Star Wars, he just looked older than his age. Yeah. yeah, he, he was mid like he was 83 back but then. But he was already balding. So. <laughs> yeah, God bless you, John. I love you. But... Oh, love you big time. Tom, yeah. you're, you're older oh, than he was when he scored is... that movie. Yeah, right, exactly. I'm... Will he be the only one scoring this movie? Because we have already know that the trailer music is part him and some's part not. So Well... That's what usual they, for trailers, though. That happens all the time. Yeah, they use some. They use some trailers. Not in Lucasfilm yeah, era. It's Disney it's era. Disney. It does, but no. Most most fast. trailers in general don't even use music from the film. It's usually music That's from other true. stuff. Many it's we use usually plastic. recycled music from the film Alive from 1993. <laughs> well, how many movies have used uh, The Nightmare Before Christmas as their soundtrack? Oh, yeah. True. They call yeah. it trailers. That's like the trailer. Soundtrack. Or the Rocketeer, or I mean, there's. There's tons of music that gets reused with trailers all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it weird that's that, true. <laughs> when you think about it, when you think about the music and everything, isn't it weird that we're still we haven't seen episode 7 yet and Rogue One is probably done shooting already, right? Right. right. Yeah. Because I I've yeah. I think I heard that uh episode 8's going to start filming in January. <laughs> so oh, what's gr- what's great is that we've been totally kind of bamboozled no no this is good this is good we've been totally distracted while another movie is being shot this is awesome yeah right yeah Mm -hmm. so now once this is done we can kind of start worrying about spoilers episode eight right yeah yeah now we can yeah exactly so when is when is um celebration london is that in april may no it's mid-july in july yeah ryan you're gone right yes i am I so just, by then, I think we can expect the Rogue One, you know, advertising to start. Yes, you know? I agree. Yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised. We'll probably have the Force Awakens Blu-ray release and what have you. Mm-hmm. I'm doubting Rogue One has the secrecy that Episode Seven has, though. I yeah, think we'll I, have figures earlier, and I think we'll have uh, a lot more known. Well, Rogue, the movie comes so out. you think they're going to light lighten up with the next one? Well, Rogue yeah. One is basically another prequel. We know the outcome. Yeah, it's a prequel that maybe Tom will like. Hey, maybe Tom won't be able to hate all the prequels anymore. <laughs> yeah, but the the whole premise of the idea—I mean, it's like Titanic. We know what yeah. happens, but what a what a great idea for a movie. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna see gonna... Kyle Katarn in this one. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Dude, that's legends, man. That's legends. That's yeah, amazing. I know that that was a that's cool huge. that was a yeah. cool character, but yeah, that's yeah. I know, I know. I just thought I'd throw that out there to bedazzle Ryan. Maybe we'll see Yin and Key from Splinter of Ryan's Eye. <laughs> yeah, the Kyber crystals. <laughs> well, we saw those. Don't don't crystals. go into the Kyber crystals, please, Kyber JJ. Crystals. Whoever you're doing, just don't do that. I well, I so hope. I so hope that Tom is going to love episode seven because I want to see so bad what happens 
what happens if if you love a movie that you know because <laughs> right now you're what are you so saying, involved, Chris? you're so involved in Star Wars, you know, you're twenty four seven Star Wars. Despite all that hatred that you've been carrying inside <laughs> you for like Tom likes <laughs> one fifteen years. Tom likes one out of six Star Wars movies so far. No, you like the, you like Empire and Jedi too, right? I do, I do. I like Empire and but Jedi. But you mainly Tom just like Star Wars. Liked, <laughs> Tom hasn't liked any film since nineteen eighty three. I I just awesome. I can't I can't name one other fan that loves Star Wars and yet yet hates Star Wars so much. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't know. Um, I just, I've, I've lo- loosened up on. Hey, pre- I've loosened up on prequel hating, mm-hmm. but then I kind of tighten up again. It's it ebbs and flows on a daily basis. Well, dude, I well, have let's to say, oh. I, I put in the uh, Revenge of the Sith the other day. And at the beginning, mm-hmm. when they attack, when they're looking for uh, Grievous's ship, um, the dialogue, man, is just so ah. Uh. The dialogue doesn't make sense for the scene that they're in, but the visuals are amazing. The yeah, visuals are weird. Right. It's this weird conundrum I have. I probably the same thing with you guys. I'm like, this is horrible what I'm hearing, but what I'm seeing is incredible. Yeah. Weird. I what uh, I have I have to admit I have watched the prequels recently. But only uh, with the uh, uh, red letter media voiceover on there. Ah, boo! <laughs> That's the only way I watch. You know, the you, you should uh, now playing the now playing podcast has recently recently done all the uh, Star Wars films. Um, well, they haven't they haven't done all of them yet because they're still going to do the Force Awakens and well, they're going to do the holiday the holiday Clone special the Clone Wars. But yeah. they did the uh, episode one through six. And uh, I definitely think if you don't already listen to Now Playing, you should check it out and definitely download their uh, Star Wars reviews because they're it's really it good. is really good, really good, good exceptional. Job. They did a great. Job. I now I know I talked to Arnie about it a little bit, just saying that you know I know he was worried about how it was come across being the fan going into that, and I I just really think they nailed it. Mm-hmm. They did a great job, and to me the whole thing was worth it when you get to Attack of the Clones and Stuart realizes that. Uh, that the clones are not actually stormtroopers yes. and goes off about it. That was like my favorite part of the whole thing. Anyways, check that out. It's definitely worth it. Speaking of Arnie and his Star Wars passion, Uh-oh. what a fun week he's had, right? Raygate. Raygate. Who wants to explain Raygate for those who haven't heard? Now, let me ask you guys this real quick, right? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I looked at the figure – and I looked at the back of the card, but I did not read the biography. Mm-hmm. The spoiler that everybody complains about, is that the uh, the subtitle that's in parentheses, or is that actually in the bio? No, no okay. the spoiler is the accessory. And let's not <laughs> let... <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, and I don't want to... No, we're not going to mention gonna it. I don't want to mention it. I think the main spoiler is from the card art. Yes, the card art and the accessory mm-hmm. are... Because I read the bio. The bio is nothing. And, you know... For those who don't know, earlier this week, we had um, pictures show up online of a figure that was actually purchased at a Walmart in the East Coast, and it was uh, by, a, not we, but a reader of uh, Star Wars Action News. They said, hey, look what I just bought. And he's, he's not a reader, a staff member. It's Justin. Yeah. Oh, staff Justin. Yeah. yeah. So 
So they posted a picture of what they bought legally at Walmart. They didn't break any laws to do it. Well, uh, as soon as that image posted, of course, a lot of people were like, whoa, this is, wow, we weren't expecting this because of the accessory and the image on it. And so a lot of people are like, dude, this is kind of a spoiler. This is a big deal. And some people gave, you know, the site grief for even posting it without a warning. But then what had happened after, what is now being labeled Raygate, and I think it's hilarious because it pertains to that action figure, um, that... Uh, Disney, and a lot of people thought it was Hasbro at first, but Disney and Lucasfilm hit up sites that posted it with, uh, it's called Digital Millennium or Millennial Digital uh, Cease and Disorder. You know, cease and, you know, you need to take these images down. These are not property that you're allowed to be shown, even though it was legally purchased in a store, which seems ironic. So then that was hit. They were hit. Even Facebook yanked the images down and then Disney and Lucasfilm kind of lightened up and they allowed them to repost them. But then they came back and hit them again a day or two later with this. So maybe another group of lawyers, uh, you know, made a big stink about it. But that is essentially what started at Star Wars Action News, which Arnie uh, posts. So really interesting. Yeah. That. uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it was a stolen image or anything. Just a product found at a Walmart. And you blame the consumer then? Yeah, for I, I, I don't. I, I think it's really strange. It's crazy. Oh yeah, it, they got a lot of negative publicity. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, they weren't the only. Jeremy Conrad runs StarWarsUnity.com, and he posted the images and got hit with a bunch of warnings too, and just went off about how ridiculous it is because it's purchased property. It's yeah. not. You know, I actually illegally obtained. I wanted to link to the photo for for Galaxy of Toys just because I thought it was interesting. However, because it is a spoiler, I just decided not to. I just thought, no, that, yeah. that's pretty smart. Now, I what I did is I put on Facebook, I put a warning out there saying, hey, mm-hmm. guys, there's new figures leaking out there. Just so you know, in case you're sensitive, there's spoiler, you know, there's spoiler accessories or images you might see. So I didn't post it on my in my social media accounts, but I did throw it up on my website because I kind of made a little collection of all the leaked photos. Not only those, but what's shown up on Amazon, right. which I think we're going to talk about here in a yes. minute. Yes. So. Good segue. Um, the last episode, we were all discussing how we had zero idea what was coming out next with three and three quarter. And then like the very next day, images of what's coming out next started popping up everywhere. <laughs> we do have a few new figures to talk about on this show. Yeah, more than a few. Yeah, was yeah. It was yeah. it was like a good. Uh, let's see. Was there six basic figures? Mm-hmm. There's a couple armor up figures. There's a couple two packs. There's right. even a vehicle. So, yeah, there's some. And we got the whole next wave of stuff, essentially. And I would say go to from com and get the breakdown because uh, Jake's got a pretty organized uh, rundown of what's coming out, supposedly, right? I think you can find them on Jedi Business, too, right, Chris? Yeah, I got them up there, too. Okay. Same, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Same Take thing. your pick. <laughs> um, but let's just talk about these figures uh, as we have them on the site. Um Build a Weapon Wave 3 Desert shows, uh, this is three and three quarter inch, uh, five POA figures. Captain Rex from Rebels, we've seen this figure before. Um, but finally we know for sure it's coming out on a single card. And Finn FN2187, this is Finn from the, in his Stormtrooper gear, like we've seen from the very beginning with the very first teaser that was shown in November of 2014. And That's true, but he has some unique markings on his helmet. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think we can go into no. it. I don't 
I don't want to spoil anything right. for anybody, but he does look different from maybe what we've seen even in the yeah. trailers. So, And like Chris pointed out, the Finn figure looks a little I chunky, don't you think, in the Stormtrooper yeah, gear? Does. It doesn't look yeah. right. It just doesn't look right. It, well, I think I think we're, we, we've been exposed enough to John Boyega, which, side note, this guy is awesome. Right. You guys have seen those pictures of him taking a um, Han Solo Jack's 31-inch uh, uh, yes, stormtrooper yes. like Han in stormtrooper disguise, and having Han Solo sign it, and he is just beaming. <laughs> he is just like ecstatic to have this huge action figure signed by Han. And Solo he actually, he actually told that story at uh, celebration last year, or, or yes. early, or was it earlier this year? I'm, I've lost track of time. Earlier, yeah. th- was celebration earlier this year? Yeah, <laughs> earlier this year. And. uh he he said Harrison said well this seems a little weird or this is a little weird or something like that. But Harrison's smiling when he's doing it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, just Harrison is interesting because he is the only one. Carrie's not on the uh, world international publicity, uh, you know, doing the media junkets, and neither, of course, we know Mark isn't. But Harrison's about the only one out there, and we know that Peter Mayhew's, you know, he he's got health and body problems, and um, so yeah, so other than. The young new cast, Harrison's the one out there doing the world blitz yes, right now. Yes, yes. Last night, last yeah. night on YouTube, I I just YouTube for a Harrison Ford interview, and it was amazing how many interviews he has given just in the last week. And I think I was up to like two thirty in the morning just watching his interviews, and it was just Harrison Ford, and it was all like current stuff, all brand new stuff. Yeah, it's just it's crazy to think that right now our focus for this film going in is not a is not a Luke, you know? It's just mm-hmm. so weird. I mean, I'm not I'm not upset about it. I do want Luke to be in this film very badly, but I, I it's just so weird the different angle we're taking and putting Harrison in the front, mm-hmm. you know. And when you consider that for like thirty plus years we thought that Harrison Ford would never ever be Han Solo again. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know? It's still amazing that he is. Didn't he yeah. even say in an interview he would never play Han Solo? Yeah, he right. said that to Barbara Walters in like 19, when the special editions came out. Barbara Wal- yeah. Barbara Walters interviewed him. He said he uh, he uh, did not want to play Han Solo again because it was a very thin character. Yeah, there wasn't much to do. Yeah. With it. Whereas Han, whereas uh, he felt Jones was more dynamic right. and could go a lot more different places. Right. Well, you know, things can change your uh, your your thought pattern. Ching ching ching. Yeah. Or. Or the person writing the script can change your thought. This is Harrison Ford. He's got plenty of money. It's not like... No, I know. You know. You know I mean, I have a feeling Harrison Ford likes this film. He is promoting this much harder than he promoted Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, and you know, that somebody was true. saying recently that when Ford likes a movie, he'll really promote it and really talk about it more. And when he doesn't like a movie, he'll go and do the, the press junket stuff. But he, he won't necessarily talk about yeah. the movie as much. Um, so I, it really sounds like he likes it. He must, because he did not do much uh, press for K- Crystal Skull. Well, you know, I mean, like, well, to, be fair, to be fair, like Indiana Jones is massively popular, but it's not Star Wars. No. Yeah. Not Star Wars. Well, no. There's, but it's his, it's his um, second cousin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, there's if if you listen to some people, it's the redheaded Ford. stepchild. But. Yeah. There's this interview I watched last night with Harrison Ford where he was in Sydney um, at that opera house. And they had this huge stage, and there was Jay Legaya who played uh, Captain Typho in the prequels. He interviewed him. 
and they are standing in front of this massive crowd. I mean, there are some shots there where you think there's this, some sort of soccer game or concert or something. And that wasn't even for like, you know, I don't really know what that event was all about because they certainly didn't show the movie, you know. And uh, it was, just, I mean, the turnout for, for Star Wars is just amazing. I don't think they would have a, the same turnout for Indiana Jones, you know. This is just a feeding frenzy. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know what? And it's a crazy thing because I think Gus and Ryan and I had this discussion last night that, the, that yes, the media is out there, but it's working because we are seeing things like we know that this past week that Sotheby's auction where they uh, auctioned off all Nego's uh, collection. That that the stuff went for astronomical amounts, for no good reason. I mean, there, there's no reason other than people are so hyped and in Star Wars mode right now that things went way beyond the high limit of what was predicted for things as silly as a Power of the Force to transition tray, Luke Skywalker. I mean, those things are not a thousand dollars. That was figure, that was the one stolen from Tom's uh, collection. Uh, Fifteen years back. <laughs> well, I got, I got a cut of that, you know, for the proceeds. So I'm getting myself a new walker. You know, I'm really excited about it. I know the the Force Awakens has really kept uh, Luke Skywalker and Mark Hamill kind of in secrecy. I know, I you know, I, that's just the thing for this movie. Whatever. I don't know if he's going to be in Episode Eight. I suspect he is. I hope if he is, he gets to promote like this, like Harrison Ford is doing right now. Because I well, let's just just hope there's a good reason we're not seeing Mark Hamill. Well, yeah. I, I just I would love to see Mark Hamill out on the uh, PR path the way Harry and, and Carrie and Carrie Fisher actually has been out there too, not you know so, but I really want Hamill out there because I want Hamill to do more of that. Uh, you guys saw that video for um, Force for yes. Change where he dressed up in a Force Awakens stormtrooper and went yes. out on Hollywood Avenue. That was fun. That was and yeah. the walk of stars. And interacted with people and like, who's your favorite character? And it's like Luke Skywalker. And he's like, right on. Yeah. They have no idea they're talking. I about I I would have heard him through that helmet. I would have recognized that voice immediately. <laughs> There's no way a random stormtrooper walks up to you when you're on vacation that it's going to be the Mark Hamill. No but way. wouldn't you wouldn't you recognize Hamill's voice by now? I would. I know I would. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, don't you? Sure. Don't you, Jake? I want to say I do, but that is so out of context. There's that. There's nowhere in the world that you think that you're talking to a celebrity. Well, I mean, look at the it, street. Think about. Uh, think about. Uh, you know what Arnold Schwarzenegger did with the new Terminator movie. He was out yeah. there. You know, so it's fun. Stuff. That's highly possible. If that happened to me, I would be. Uh, let me look under your helmet. <laughs> right, especially if there's a camera crew with them. Yes. Yeah, that's the boy. That is oh, that doesn't true. attract attention. Um, and you know there were handlers and all kinds of people out there with them. <laughs> Moving back to this uh, wave of uh, wave three of build a weapon figures, um, the third one from the desert wave is Unkar Plut. I don't know who this guy is. I don't know if I've seen him or not. I don't think I have. But uh, is this Simon Pegg? I don't know. You know, I don't think I. I could be. We only saw that yeah. one shot of Simon Pegg yeah. in a suit, but you know we don't know what was on top. Right. So. Um, Without any spoiler information, mm-hmm. the only thing we know about this guy is he's got his own thug, right? Right, right. Well, the two-pack was what wasn't it? One of the it was Tebow, mm-hmm. Tito, or whatever, and Unkar yeah. thug, right? Yeah. So 
I, I like this guy's got to be somebody. I like that they're doing characters like this that aren't like main characters or troops. Like it's good to see that they're. It looks like they're branching out and not just doing uh, the the big the big time heroes. I mean, oh, yeah. it, it's always possible that this guy is a main character. I suppose we don't know, sure. but uh, this is good. This is good news that they're doing characters like this. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of a droids like villain from the droids animated series. Mm-hmm. He seems that type of genre of like, you know, a big yeah. chunky alien guy t- walking around trying to capture droids or something. That's where he, that's where I go when I look at him. Right. Then the uh, next wave is the forest wave of the five POA figures. Uh, Han Solo. This is the first time we've seen Han Solo in three and three quarter inch from The Force Awakens. Hask Thug. Uh, this is a guy we don't know. Another guy we really don't know what he does. Or what, I don't think we've seen this guy in any. I don't think we've seen this guy either. Yeah, he's a weird Wookiee, like on right. meth looking. And then thing. Uh, Ray Resistance outfit. Um, there was a there was a shot of this of of Ray in this uniform in one of the Disney promos, um, but the whole spoiler thing has not been shown. So, you know, stay away from images of this figure if you're really trying to stay spoiler free. By the time you're listening to this podcast, you may have seen the movie already, so it may not matter. Yeah. But um. So wait, so I'm just going to go back to Hask Thug for a second. Yeah. Well, we had Unkar Thug, so does that mean that we're going to get a character named Hask maybe? If this uh, is Hask Thug. I think Hask and uh, Unkar are, are brothers or cousins or something. Oh, you think that he is a... <laughs> the Thug family. Yeah, okay. So maybe that's their name. I get it. I don't okay, know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyways, I'm looking forward to getting these figures. I think somebody pointed out that the Han Solo doesn't have the gray hair that he does in the, tra- yeah. in the trailer. Where the heck is that gray hair? It's, he, mm. he looks like a... You know, I don't know. Looks like Bespin Could Han. It, where I don't know. Can we talk about? It? Do we think there's flashbacks? Could this be a? Could this be no, a younger let's, let's version? Let's not talk about it. Yeah, let's not let's talk about it. it. I don't know. No, and I, I don't, don't want it to be. I want the figure. I want this to be the Force Awakens Han Solo from the trailer that we've seen. So, in my mind, let's hope not. I don't know. Um, yeah, let's avoid speculation. Yeah. On this stuff. <laughs> uh, and then armor up wave two, which is desert. There's Desert, which is the first figure is Finn again in his stormtrooper outfit with a uh, uh, some kind of stormtrooper weird stormtrooper uh, armor up helmet. I'm not a fan of these, but if you are, there it is. Maybe if you wear that armor up, then uh, blaster <laughs> shots don't get through. You. Maybe. <laughs> and then the weird thing is when you look at this packaging, um, you see how the figure is. A little to the to the right, a little to the side, maybe with with the uh, accessory right next to it, mm-hmm. and where the image is, mm-hmm. all that space is just an empty. It's just empty. Yeah, this is a waste. Like, this is a waste for me. Yeah, I actually was hoping this line would die, but it's not. I like the line. I'll be honest. I like it because I like things that I don't think Finn's going to wear this version of his armor in the film, and I don't think any of these armor up are screen accurate things. So that's kind of why I like it. I like it in branches because I guarantee you in five years from now, we'll probably be so tired of oh, Finn in a stormtrooper or whatever, you know, or Finn in this outfit or just another TIE fighter. It's going to be something that's unique. Like today, still today, 20 years 
ago, they released the crowd control stormtrooper. I mean, that is a very unique stormtrooper that was unique to that time period. It has a unique backpack and gear that you can't mm-hmm. ever get again. So, and that thing, and know. that thing costs half as much as this. <laughs> That's true. Although that was That's twenty true. years ago. So, what am I, what am I talking about? That's true. <laughs> you know, what's interesting is that they are, and again, I'm not saying it because we're not supporting spoilers here but they have finn's stormtrooper number and i wonder if that's going to be a significant number Perhaps. down the road or is that just a random number like it could be random one was. or has yeah. 2187 we've seen before in star wars <clears throat> yeah how, how have we seen it before uh it's uh princess leia's cell block number isn't it yeah i think yep. so I think no, they're gonna do the 2187 think they're gonna do the obvious 1138 oh it'll be in there yeah I'm sure. Next, we have First Order TIE Fighter Pilot Elite. Um, it's a, it looks like this uh, is a stormtrooper with the uh, red markings on his helmet. Yeah. Um, you know, and another armor that's, up piece. That's the first time this is going to be available individually, right? Yes, because uh, the stormtrooper with the uh, red markings comes with the tie fighter but i don't think it's the same mold because i bet this is the mold where the helmet doesn't come off right Right. yeah so this is a repaint of yeah those individually carded one but yeah i I don't know if i'm gonna get this guy or not i'm I'm on the fence do it (laughs) there's also some new two packs coming out which i think are pretty cool sidon ethano and first mate quig gold I know the first mate Quig Gold is was seen in Vanity Fair about two months ago, two or three months ago. They showed this guy, or no, he was also in the uh, San Diego Comic Con reel. Both of them. You, Both of how them. How do you were? know who's who, though? Yeah, that's my question. Uh-oh. How do you know who's who? I don't know which one. One has a peg leg, and one's a big alien in a red suit. I don't know yeah. which one's first mate and which one's Ethan. Maybe or maybe the peg leg is Simon Pegg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Um, again, I'm happy to see Hasbro making these what look to be like background characters. Yeah, these are hammerheads. Yeah. From, from right now, these are snaggletooths and hammerheads from our perspective. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in four days and um, three hours and 29 minutes, we'll be the smarter of what? it. But... And that there's a, a BFG that comes with this thing. <laughs> and I'm not sure which figure it's going to go to. It looks like the the peg leg guy maybe or will it even be <laughs> anything you know yeah it could be a clone wars leftover right because a lot of spring loaded clone wars weapons are showing up in you know different sets mm-hmm. um then we've got the first order the second pack is the first order snowtrooper officer which is cool because i love the snowtroopers and the second figure is snap wexley which looks like a uh rebel a resistance pilot and i like these figures a lot i do not like the solid painted uh uh helmet uh, visors though i think they just don't look right to me i wish they would stop doing this they look cheap yeah you know yeah well i mean a few years ago we would have got the clear piece over it mm-hmm. the eyes but not for this price point anymore, I guess, is the idea. I feel like the uh, X-Wing pilot that came with the uh, f- with the, the Force Awakens Poe pilot figure that came with the, uh, is it the Black Squadron X-Wing? They gave him a removable helmet with the clear visor. I think 
that was the right way to go. I really wish they'd switch over to that with these figures. Those figures remind me of those packed-in figures that we got with some of the vehicles during the Power of the Force 2 line, or even the uh, original Trilogy collection back then. Like the A-Wing pilot? Yes, yeah. Yeah, I feel you on that one, Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what that reminds me of. And do we think this Snap Wexley, that's uh, JJ's buddy, uh, Greg Grundberg, I think his name is? That's got to be him. Yeah. Greg Grundberg, that's his buddy who he puts in all his TV shows and all his movies. Yes. As either main characters or cameos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That guy is a huge Star Wars fan. Like, even before they announced Episode 7, uh, that guy was on some sort of uh, a magazine cover holding a Stormtrooper helmet. Um, That guy is a huge Star Wars fan. Awesome. Well, he's lucky as hell then. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to these two packs, for sure. Even though I do, yeah, I, I have a minor complaint about the the uh, visor, but other than that, these look great. The question is, we haven't talked about it, but when we think these are going to hit, do do these have a shelf date? You think of I, next week I'm or? starting to think there's a new shelf date of December 18 because that's when the soundtrack yeah. hits. That's when the soundtrack hits. That's when the uh, the digital novel. digital novel hits. That's when a lot of the last elite figure for Disney hits on that day. The secret it's figure, a, right? Yeah, it's Secret Force Awakens figure. But the thing is, though, like we know about all those things you guys just mentioned, mm-hmm. and if, but, if if they would come out on the 18th, that would have leaked by now. But that, that Ray figure did leak. It showed up at a, an actual store in the U.S. So are these sitting in cases in the back with the December 18th um, sign on them? Now we have what? a friend who works at Walmart, and I asked him, and he goes, "There's not figures that I know of sitting in the back." Okay. So. Hmm. It's a mystery. Who owns Walmart? The Walton family, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the eighth, <laughs> third, and fifth richest people in the world. Homes right now. Yeah, you know. Um, next, we've got Ezra Ezra Bridger's speeder. This is a class one vehicle. This is uh, Ezra with his lightsaber from Rebels and his speeder bike that I think he used in the first, maybe the first couple episodes of the show. Yeah, we, it was. Yeah, uh, I think it, I think it's one. shown back up. It's shown it has. back up this season. It has. I believe. Okay, so. I haven't watched. The last I, I was happy episodes. to see this because this is a, a new Rebels vehicle. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, this is what our fourth. Is this the only fourth? Let's see. We have the sort of the Y wing bomber or not? The no, little mini rig. No, it's not screen accurate. Yeah. So from the movie, we have the ITT. We have the ATDP. We have the Phantom. And then, yeah, this is like the fourth the Inquisitor vehicle. Inquisitor TIE Fighter. Inquisitor TIE Oh, you're right. So that's five. But yeah, we're, I mean, for a for a show in its second season, think about how much Clone Wars stuff we had. I know. This is, the fir- this is definitely the Red Step Hus. The first two years of Clone Wars, we had the eight with the ATTE. And then the second year, we got the uh, that big the turbo, the turbo tank. tank. Yeah. In addition to many other vehicles and, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, Ezra has gloves. Did you guys see that? Is that is there some? Oh, you're right. Ezra, has I was gloves. hoping yeah. that there. I was hoping that his knees were articulated, but I don't think yeah, we're no. Mm-hmm. That. no such yeah. love. Yeah, I was hoping but, that too. But I'm not so sure. I have. Let me check my Ezra figure real quick. Um, I don't know why we can't get him to have a screen accurate 
uh, helmet. You know how he has that, uh, what is it, an ATDP driver helmet that he always carries in the show, and, and it's got the red paint on it and different patterns that he always keeps with him. But they keep re-releasing him with just a white, blank, normal one. It's frustrating to me. I don't know why. I think like it's a simple paint app. So that Ezra figure, are you guys looking at the figure right now? Yes. Yep. Um, you guys see that brown big pouch on his thigh? Yep. That seems to be new. That's not on the basic figure. Awesome. So that and the gloves. Cool. No, I'm glad. Man, I'm, that makes me glad you point that out because I haven't done the research yet, and I'm so glad you point that out. So that's a new – there's a – what's that? That's only the third different Ezra we have, right? Because we have uh, a normal. Yeah. yeah. We have one in uh, tr- uh, Imperial Disguise. Mm-hmm. Now we have this one. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't change his outfit much in the show, does he? No. No, but – you know, things like this help. Right. Where, when are we going to get Kanan in a Stormtrooper? Because he's been there multiple times now. Seems like that's a no-brainer. Kanan in a Stormtrooper outfit. Dude, there, there are so many figures which you would think there are no-brainers, like Sabine without uh, without a helmet on, for example. Right, or Sabine with the, uh, her new armor colors and new hair yeah, color. Yeah, just repaint. Um, um, or what about I mean, I would a, think Kanan and Rex 2-pack in Stormtrooper armor would be a, a no-brainer. But. Yeah. I want a I want a A wing. I want a B wing. I mean, we can. I want a Vader Tie Fighter. I mean, come on, they have those molds. There's no way they don't have those molds. Yeah, it's a shame that they've that they've kind of ignored the show. But as, as saying now. someone who's ignored the show. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah I know I haven't watched the last four or five episodes. I will catch up. I will watch it all at some point. I'm just uh, yes. I'm not a huge fan. I don't, I don't I hate it. I'm just not. I, I'm not excited about it. I don't. I don't get all geeked up about watching it. I think you're distracted right now because I think if Force Awakens wasn't in the forefront of our brains, you'd probably be all over Rebels because it would be the only thing out there. Yeah. But uh, but do know that Stealth Strike. When you get to Stealth Strike episode, that's awesome. It's a it's a total throwback to them infiltrating the Death Star in Stormtrooper gear. It's awesome. I I started out watching this season, and then they did the episode with the two new Inquisitors, and I thought this shows this is no good. This is this is gar- kind of a low episode. Yeah, I was like this is garbage. Yeah. These Inquisitors no, talk so much. How are they ever gonna, you know, it's just. Ugh. It's this not isn't quite spoiler. as bad as, say, watching a season and hitting uh, uh, Into the Void uh, as your first visit <laughs> episode. True. But um, it was, I, I think it's kind of the low point of the yeah. season. It's had some really good episodes this season. This isn't a spoiler. This is just an observation. We got a lot of Inquisitor last year, and then they killed him. Right. Right now, they've shown, along with these Amazon leaks, the other thing that leaked was a 12-inch uh, Inquisitor figure, but it wasn't Sarah Michelle Gellar's female one. It was the was he the fifth brother? Is it seventh sister and fifth brother? Is that right? Yeah, and that fifth brother is what made me want to stop no. watching the show. Well, fifth <laughs> brother's gonna get a twelve inch shampoo bottle figure coming out here whenever. That makes me think that he could be done for. So they have to they have to get their money out of his merch now before they kill him off at the end of the season. They're not getting That's it from prediction. me. They're not getting it from me. Oh, they're getting it from me. Tom, are you still watching Rebels, or did you lose Tom's track? still alive? Um, I, you know, I don't get TV, so I would need to be up by a season's pass. Oh. Um, 
I haven't done so yet, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to. You, so you plan will. on eventually watching all of this stuff? Yeah, yeah. I do like Rebels more than I like Clone Wars, so go figure. Hmm. Tom, whenever you want, just let me know. Come on over, and uh, we can do a marathon. I got them all. Uh, like I said, I'm going to buy the season pass, and I have no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like you. No, no, that sounds great. That'd be that'd be fun. That'd be fun. I'll even serve you beer and Pepto Bismol or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it is, I drink beer served with. Okay, well, I can mix those two. That that'd be fun. All right. No man, that'd be good. Yeah, um, boy, hey, I'm on. I'm on winter break soon, so if you want to do that, let me know. Next, jealous, Jake. I'm jealous. Next, next up, we have some figures that actually have started showing up at Toys R Us because they're Toys R Us exclusive toys. The Epics Battles, which are Hasbro five POA three and three quarter inch figures. They have a couple of different assortments. They have. Two different six-packs. One six-pack is from the original trilogy. One six-pack is from the prequel trilogy. These are all re repackaged figures that we've seen before. The OT pack is Stormtrooper, Chewbacca, Luke Bespin, Darth Vader, Princess Leia, Endor, and a Biker Scout. The prequel characters are Qui-Gon Jinn, Darth Maul, Mace Windu, Jango Fett, Obi-Wan Kenobi from Episode 3, and Anakin Skywalker from Episode 3. These six packs retail for $49.99, and there is no way I could justify buying these. No way. But I know I, but I know you guys are going to pick these up. At least, Chris, Chris you're going to pick this up, right? You know, I was, you know, I, I was going to wait for... I was waiting for a coupon or some sort of discount, mm -hmm. and there's a um, I got like five dollar reward in their rewards program, and I got a ten percent off coupon, and I was gonna use that um, this weekend, and I hit three different Toys R Us stores, and all three of them were sold out. That is amazing. Yeah, but these would sell out. Yep, and you know that shows you that there's a lot of parents out yeah. there probably just looking for some sort of gift pack, you know? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, three locations completely sold out of those repacks. Well, I have them at my Toys R Us, so if you don't find them in the next day or two, let me know, and I'll grab them for you. Because I'm, I'm waiting on these. It's Toys R Us exclusive. These suckers, they might sell out at Christmas time, but these will be here sitting on the shelf next Christmas. Guarantee. <laughs> Chris, Chris, I know you'll, you'll find these at Ross in uh, in January. I guarantee it. Chris no, unfortunately, Toys R Us doesn't share their exclusives. They don't let them go because they don't. Dis Toys R Us has gone through a change. When Ryan and I worked there, they got crap out the door. Like there was there was one aisle that was new toys. There was a, a second aisle that was all discounted toys that are like six months old. So they used to just clear out their merch quickly. Now that's when they were publicly traded now that they're privately traded company they're about making sure what they've invested in they get their money back and so it takes forever for things to go on clearance at um toys r us anymore so uh, i guarantee these might disappear at christmas time but we'll, we'll see them back chris are you expecting to find any differences with these figures compared to the uh, single pack and figures that were released a year ago no no 
No, those I think they're just straight repacks. I, mm-hmm. you know, I will say this: I am glad they did not put one figure in each set that was completely different that we didn't have. You know, like something new that would force me to buy these. That would be brutal. That, that really that'd would be a mean. That'd be that, dirty pool. That that is <laughs> though. That has been a lot of the mo for a lot of right. toy companies in the past, though. You know, but here's here's the difference, though. I mean, I. Right now, if Chris picks these up and he's going to do fantastic reviews like he does on his website, I'm going to read them and go, I don't need those because, you know, yeah. I like to get most stuff that's new, you know. Uh, but if, if he goes, nope, this one's different, right. or if they purposely put an exclusive in there, I would have these already. So, I mean, if Luke's eyebrows are painted a little thicker than the last one, does that count for something you'd rebuy, Jake? Uh, no. <laughs> You're a lo- you're a, you're a lunatic. I'm not coming out. I'm not coming over to your house. Forget it. Thomas J. Burgess. You know. J. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. I want to hear your explanation. You're talking. I'm talking to you as a vintage collector, and we I'm know. Talking what to you as a crazy person. Well, Okay, you're saying a vintage collector is not crazy because of the 35 back, the 48 back, the offer, the offer list. The that punch, has absolutely punch. nothing to do with me. I mean, I'm a vintage collector, but I'm not one of those vintage collectors. I'm just saying that it's, it's not too far of a joke oh. from a vintage collector to a You know what I mean? Collector. I'm not one of those guys who obsesses about the uh, COO and where it was made, Taiwan, mm-hmm. China. Yeah. You know, that's that's just that seems that's just, just as crazy. Yeah, Ryan, are you going to pick up this? You know, because like what? for us modern collectors, I mean, we all here we have a vintage background, right? So sure. When we hunt for like those variations, that I think that's kind of where that comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, especially from the early. Uh, you know what? I actually to. When, what you're about to say, Chris, I don't agree with because I think the variations and all this nonsense with the COs and stuff, where it was made, the slight paint apps, I think these come. This comes from the from the uh, craziness that was created by the modern figures. I think I it's think the other way around. Collectors looking for something new to get. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But I think that's sparked because of the modern uh, uh, variations. So it's jealousy. It's vintage only. Collectors are jealous that we have new stuff, <laughs> and so they're like, "We're gonna find new stuff." Jet could, it sounds crazy, but it's a possibility. But you guys know how it was in the early or in the mid '90s when when Powder Force Two came out. Yes. You know, people were I was taking a very close look at everything that was different, and and that was just a result of the way the the vintage line was treated. Yeah, I was yeah. on board for all the variations for the first couple of years. Well, hopefully you're on board for the transition trays because those are selling <laughs> for grands now. Uh, just can you believe that? Ryan, sense. Ryan, are you going to buy these these uh, Epic Battle six-packs? No. I mean, I open almost everything. Mm-hmm. I have all these figures. No point. But going back to an idea from Vintage, uh, i just like to point this out, that we look at Vintage stuff. There was the two-packs and the three-packs and that sort of stuff, and a lot of people didn't buy those back then because... They already had those figures, you know. Right. It was just Good the same point. figures. Good point. And those two and three packs um, worth a fortune. <laughs> go for a hefty penny now. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not well, going to go out. I don't buy. I don't buy Star Wars stuff for an investment. So I'm not looking at that. But I that that did register in my brain of, hey, this is the type of stuff that 
you know, got rare from mm. from the vintage line. If I don't if if these th- if these packs turn out to be as big a uh, collectible as the two packs that not two, three packs <laughs> that you're talking about, I'm gonna buy you a ham sandwich. Well, right. the problem is you're gonna have to that's, wait 50 years for that. that. Ain't, I was gonna say that ain't, it's gonna be well, 20 be, years. I'm 60 and you're 70. So I'll right. be dead by then, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> if if I'm still around, I'm gonna buy you a ham sandwich. All right, I'll remember that, Tom. Yeah. I won't. So remind me, please. I'll remind you. <laughs> uh, next up, we have a couple other uh, Toys R Us exclusives. Are you guys still there? Yeah. Okay, I feel like okay, I just heard, heard silence. Um oddly enough, Toys R Us got their own armor up exclusives from The Force Awakens, which I think is a little odd that these are exclusives, but they are. So they got two separate packs. The first one is Captain Phasma, which comes with two armor up accessories compared to just the one that the uh, other sets have had. And also Poe Dameron in his pilot uniform. He also comes with two separate uh, armor up pieces. I think this is an improvement for armor up, but I'm wondering, do these cost more than the other armor up sets? Are these... Chris will know. No? Chris? Uh, same price. Same price. Right. So this is kind of a better deal than the uh, standard armor ups. It's a value. It's a value armor up. Accessories this time around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you think these ended up being Toys R Us exclusives? Just... It's, it just you think uh, mass retail abandoned these and Toys R Us picked them up, or just uh, wheeling and dealing at Toy Fair? Yeah, that's what it would have been probably. Yeah, Toy Fair. Yeah, I mean that's where they that's where they make their their holiday purchases. Because to be honest, when I saw these packs the first time I saw them, I thought when I saw a Toys R Us exclusive, I figured well these packs aren't seen as a you know a great a great deal. I, I'm I'm sorry. I just figured that uh, maybe mass retail wasn't going to carry these, so Toys R Us picked them up. But these actually look um, with the packaging and everything like maybe that's not the case. I don't know. You know, this isn't the first time that um, I've seen some value packed in on the exclusives because just today I went to Walmart looking for those damn three and three quarter wave two and three of the black series figures and um i happened to notice that they have a uh micro machine set it's like 35 dollar micro machine uh, star destroyer you know the one i'm talking about that opens up mm-hmm. and uh normally it comes with like five little micro machine characters and figures well walmart has the exact same star destroyer but has a value pack attached to it so you get in addition to the five that it comes with normally, you get 12 more Micro Machine figures and characters, and it's the same price. And it's a Walmart exclusive. So, okay. Same thing here. I mean, you know, you're getting two armors for the price of one. And uh, there's a um, some comparison shots of the uh, these figures compared to the standard figures on JediBusiness.com. Um. There's definitely some paint app app differences on Phasma and Chris. What were you saying about the Poe? What's the difference on this one? It's Poe. Poe basically has the uh, they Hasbro used the body from the uh, single carded version, and they gave it the head that came with the uh, the X wing uh, pilot that was uh, bundled with the uh, with the X wing fighter. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's a new figure, essentially. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a you know kid bashed. Yeah. We said back in the days, mm-hmm. right? So kid bashed, and they have um, they gave they gave the head. Um, the head has a slightly different uh, different paint application. So you know, it's when, when you compare them and you take a very uh, close look at them, it's very noticeable. But uh, if you just have them on a shelf and you just I don't know, you, you don't take a close look, you, you definitely do not notice uh, the difference between those figures. But it's just that the figure has a has a hole in the back, which has basically no purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Wait, what's the hole in the back for? Well, it's because it's they used the body from the single-carded figure, which had the, uh, um, the Biller weapon piece. Oh, that's right. That's right. I was trying to figure out what. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I'm curious on if there are any collectors today, because I would have been like this at one point, but I've a budget tells me I can't do it anymore. But is there anybody today? And I'd love to hear from you because I think it's awesome if you can do it. Are you buying? Is there anyone buying three of these so they could display Poe and then Poe with his snow armor and then Poe with his you know forest armor or three of Phasma <laughs> so you can get all three on the shelves at once. Does anyone do that anymore, you think? If they were cheaper, you know, you could do that. But Maybe. Yeah, I used to do stuff like that, but I don't plan on doing it with these. Because remember, like, they did the B-Wing. Remember when they did the uh, B-Wing, the, the, what was it, the Saber Squadron? What was it? Dagger the Razor? Dagger. Dagger. Thank you. Thank you. And it came with sticker sheets to make, like, four different B-Wings from Dagger Squadron. And I'm like, yeah, well, they're making the potential to buy four of these for people. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm on the fence whether I'm even going to buy one of these, one each. Well, I think Phasma is the one you should pick up if you do because, I mean, we've seen her walking on what looks like a desert planet with a bunch of flame troopers in the trailer. So mm. that is probably a screen-accurate deco that she has, and we already know that she's hard as hell to find in the stores. So this is probably the one to get out of this line. Yeah. If you can find her, right? Exactly. I'm... My, my Toys R Us, I went in and had them scan the peg, and they said they're on order, but they're not in stores yet. So These were both at my Toys R Us today. <laughs> oh, you did not say that. I did. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't think are they were going, hard to are find. Are you going there tomorrow? I might. I didn't think they were hard to find. If they if are, I'll do, pick, one up, pick them up All right. pay on Tuesday. That's fine. I just didn't think these were hard to find, but maybe they yeah, are. My Toys R Us had them, and then they left. Um, they're gone. Sorry. So, so Jake will gladly take a Phasma today, and he'll pay, pay you on Tuesday. He, he is now the wimpy of Star Wars toys. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. I can't tell you <laughs> how many times I've seen that movie. I love me some Popeye. Um, anything else coming out from Hasbro that we don't haven't talked about that we didn't know about but haven't mentioned? They haven't shown. So. We haven't. They haven't shown any more 12 inch other than that new Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't shown any new micro machines, as far as I've known, or or diecast. And those mm-hmm. titanium mini helmets haven't shown up yet. Who knows when those will hit? Right. Um, I think that's the question now. Like, when is all this stuff going to hit next? That's yeah, the no question. Kidding. Friday, December eighteen. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I hope not, because I'm. <laughs> that yeah. would suck. How much well, things do your stores have room to put stuff out? Make room. Get rid of holiday season. Get rid of all that Transformers. Get rid of all that Transformers <laughs> crap and make some room. 
<laughs> I was in a Walmart the other day, and I could tell they were already just filling shelves. Like, I was finding Star Wars stuff on this shelf, and then over here, and over here. And it wasn't just like somebody had moved it. It was, like, flushed uh, and everything uh, with price tags. And this time of year, a lot of retailers, they just, they're just filling shelves. They just oh, grab yeah. well, they get, down on shelves. They get seasonal workers in there, and they say, hey, we just need this stock out of the boxes and put in this aisle because it's going to be sold today. The uh, yeah. I've been going to Walmart almost, you know, not not every day, but quite often lately because I'm looking for the uh, their Black Series three and three quarter inch exclusive Wave two and probably Wave three soon. Um, and I haven't had any luck, but it looks to me like they're just not even unloading the pallets sometimes, just bringing the pallets yeah. out and letting people pick through it. Um, I did find. Oh, I didn't mention this. I did finally find the Blue Squadron uh, Poe Dameron X-wing, the three yeah. three quarter inch version. I like it. It's nice. the The guns are straighter. The plastic quality still isn't what I think it could be. It's something looks kind of not quite right with it. I, I'm tempted to contact Hasbro about my. Um, I got the Poe one, the black the mm-hmm. Stealth Squadron or whatever it, it's going to be. Um, the cockpit windows look like, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to say acid, but I don't know what they actually use, but they look like they have like acid stains in them. Mm. You know how you can kind of like uh, stain glass, you know, to make it kind of foggy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I tried scrubbing them off with a, you know, hot water or a sponge and, you know, no, it's like literally on the clear canopy. There's like big blotches of stuff that's been dripped on it and like melted away the plastic. It's a, a variant. Yeah, battle, battle damage. damage right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, in battle damage. Another thing I didn't mention, um, I, like Ryan, I got the uh, giant black series Tie Fighter, and I think it's probably one of the best toys of the year. Oh. But I do have a problem with it, and that's it's really difficult to get the pilot into the seat. It's really difficult. Like, it takes a little bit, but it's it, once you have it in there, it's a perfect fit. It is. After, Jason, after you told me that, I tried to get the pilot in there, and I, I gave up after a little while. Did you guys know that you yeah. can pull out the middle piece between the two seats? No. Yes, I pulled that out. I was yeah. hoping like the whole seat would come out, like the ejector seat on some of the other TIE Fighters. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I accidentally pulled that middle piece out. I was like, I don't know why that comes out. but Yeah, it's it, it, you can put it back in, so I think it's supposed yeah. to come out. I just I, – I... It took me a very long time to get him in. Like I'm, I'm gonna say more than a half an hour. Wow! <laughs> to put a figure in a cockpit. Yes, yes, yes. I gave up after five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's not well, a good toy then for a hundred thousand dollars. Chris, you did it in ten minutes. Probably. Can you less. like solve the Rubik's cube in like ten minutes too? Are you like one of those kind of people? <laughs> No, that's, oh, man, that's there's like kids a today in school that can do Rubik's Cube in like a minute. It's crazy. Uh, anyways, that's the, the only flaw I can really find with that giant TIE fighter because it is really awesome. I don't. Awesome. I will probably never take the pilot out. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, you know one thing that's going on right now? Um, we have some online friends I know that are participating in this and are involved in some ways. But in Target at um, – in L.A., Rancho Obi-Wan is putting on a kind of a action figure display for Share the Force that, you know, the whole thing that Target was into a few months ago on September 4th. But they have some really, I mean, Rancho Obi-Wan put up a really cool, like, um, tower of vintage figures that at the oh, base yeah. 
is surrounded by like Star Wars figures and they have other ones that are made of walls of figures. So some cool stuff. I'm sure if you're in the LA area, you could probably get down and see it, but um, some cool stuff that Ranch Obi-Wan's doing down there. I think well, that's the weekend thing. Is it just this weekend? I think it was just this weekend, yeah. Yeah, very cool though. That's good. I wouldn't want anybody to break into that thing. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, how much is that tower of vintage figures worth? A little bit of money. Well, it depends. If you put them in auction at Sotheby's, you know, you can get five times their price. Yeah. Jeez. Auction was insane. So the uh, next show we record, we will all have seen the film. Probably multiple times. Perhaps. And uh, if it's bad, some of us may be dead by then. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me, I need to get a noose for Tom. Uh, (laughs) I need a balcony and a noose. Yeah. And uh, one final cheese stick dipped in marinara, and then it's uh-huh. ad- adios. That'll be your last meal, okay. <laughs> adios. Smoke it like a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Hasta la vista. <laughs> so what if this movie sucks? Are you guys going to still buy the figures? I will. Yes. <laughs> it hasn't stopped me before. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Phantom, Jason, Phantom that's like a anyone? hater. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a prequel hater. I'm not a prequel I've hater. I've said on the show before there are figures that I'm like, God, I don't really want to buy this figure. But I buy every figure, so I have to buy it. And not necessarily I didn't like what it was in. I just don't like the figure. I don't like the sculpt or something like that. But I, I will say this, going back to now playing, after listening to the review of Revenge of the Sith, I'm now thinking that may be my least favorite Star Wars movie. Wow. <laughs> I think I'm still at Attack of the Clones. I was at Attack of the Clones, but I'm recon- reconsidering. <laughs> if we're talking revelations here, there was a time where I was busting my ass to find uh, TC-14 and R2-B1. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You can find Way back when. You can find them again. They're Tom, you used there. to be so cool. You used to be so cool, man. <laughs> but <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm just cooler. But uh, I, I'm watching. Hey, I am watching all the prequels this week. So I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Even Revenge of the Sith. Careful, Tom. Tom. Oh God. I wonder. God. I wonder with the marathon, how many people are going to wait till the prequels are over to show up for it. Dude, you know how I picture this? <laughs> Everybody shows up at the beginning. Everybody's going to put their jackets down, and go to buy sleep. a drink and popcorn, and then everybody's going to go back home. Yeah, well, I figure some people will just fall asleep in the theater during that. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be tough to do. It's going to be loud. I'm staying awake for the whole thing. I'm going to watch it all. I'm beginning to think that it was a really smart thing to do the marathon because this way you're, you know, you're definitely not going to get spoiled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally distracted, yeah. You're going you know? <laughs> to be disappointed, and so there's no other way to go than well, up, up from after watching the prequels. So tomorrow is the uh, the red carpet thing and the premiere yeah. in L.A., and yeah. then Tuesday is all the press press filming. Yeah, pre- yeah. So and then Wednesday, what's Wednesday? That's when all the spoilers are everywhere on the internet. Yes. <laughs> That's when we avoid the internet like the plague. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, what what are we gonna call that? Red Wednesday or something? <laughs> I don't know. I think <laughs> I'm not. Stay I off the I'm, stay off the internet Wednesday. I think I'm checking out tomorrow. I may too, Tom. I'm I'm seriously considering it. 
My girlfriend doesn't think I can stay off the internet for three days, but uh, a good reason too, though. It's a good reason to uh, to do not, to not be on the internet. I, I think you can okay, maintain. Here we go. You just here we go. You, you just can't look at the feeds. You can like go to your page. You can there's no way, up. dude. There's no way you can get away with that. There's no way not, you can do that. Not looking at your feed. Just <laughs> best. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, Jake, you have no intention of not looking at spoilers. You're gonna no, just. I don't. I didn't. I. You're gonna slide right into them like a sarlacc pit. You're going to be the, the Wilhelm guy jumping into the Sarlacc pit of spoilers. And, you know, not to mention, not only is there a, uh, the, the release on the 15th and the press release, the press viewings are on the next day, but uh, Wednesday is the international release. I believe most of the U.K. is getting it on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. And they're already, they're already a half a day ahead of us. That is going to be, so, I mean... That's going to be so difficult to not go on social media. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think I can, I think I can do it personally. I think I can do it. Monday and Tuesday will it. be easy for me because I'm so busy both of those days. But Wednesday is like the only day this week. All I have is teaching all day. I don't have <laughs> I don't have basketball practice. I don't have anything going on in the evening. I'm not worried about <laughs> watching them. I'm worried about reading about them. Yeah, well, just uh, you know, I mean, they're not going to get printed. It's not no, like no. That, store, the, but... the headline of the article is Lando shoots Leia in the head with a laser gun or something. You know, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, I swear, this last week I saw somebody supposedly posted the opening crawl. All I saw was a crawl. I'm like, crap, oh, yeah. not looking at oh, that. Oh, that's interesting at. because yeah, Lucas, well... Lucasfilm before Disney used to always release the opening crawl as yeah, like a teaser. Yeah, I'm off on that. I'm done. Oh Think my you can God. do it, Jake? How exciting. I am off. I no, I am don't want to see any of that. What if the opening crawl is like now that the uh trading routes are regulated <laughs> and the and the ta- the tax the taxation droids have been uh, reactivated to uh collect the tariff on yeah. the uh... <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Anything? Hope it's good. It will be. Oh man, I just I'm so excited, man. I the only thing I'm hoping for right now is that the time just goes by really quickly. I'm so ready for this movie, so yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah. I have three rough days of work ahead before the movie, but I'll get through. This is like a really expensive trip all of us have been planning for a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's we're all gonna we're all gonna take it on different <laughs> Islands and it better not rain. Now, now we're just hoping that the weather holds while we're there, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, good. Isn't there, it good interesting, one. like how we learned about this movie too, little by little. And like yeah. I remember the first time I read about um, the Resistance, right? It was at Celebration and that exhibit that they had, and they had these little cards with the uh, with the props that said the Resistance fighter. Mm-hmm. You know, or the First Order. Oh, the Empire is now called the First Order. Yeah, you know, it just. It's interesting how how they rolled that out, all that info. Anyways, man, like you know, being there at celebration with all you guys, and you know, watching the trailer when it was released and everything, and now thinking about that the movie is just a couple of days from us. Then I mean, it's just amazing. It's just so much fun. Yep. And our next. Yeah. Our- our next show will definitely be our the reaction, our reaction to the movie, what we thought. Yeah. 
Of course. Well, and we'll all be deep into the soundtrack and reading the ebook, and because you know, <laughs> we'll be. That's what I like to do. I like to then, once I see the movie a couple times, I like to then fill in all the background knowledge. I like reading the novel and hearing the soundtrack and you know, reading all the articles I skipped in some of the, you know, blueprint books or the cutaway books or the, you know, so I'm excited. That's Friday, Friday evening for me or Friday throughout the day. So I don't know if I can manage it. Yeah. Friday I'll be seeing the movie again. So I have to work last day of school, but all Christmas break, it's just going to be just taking it in. Well, then we should all see each other again on Saturday too, which will be cool. That's true. Right. Now, here's the thing. What if someone goes to the Sarlacc meeting on Saturday who hasn't seen the movie yet? What an idiot. I, yeah, I told everyone. I have told I'm, everyone. You cannot well, go to no. the meeting right after the movie comes out without seeing it, expecting to not have spoilers. Hey, everybody, please don't mention the first week. <laughs> yeah, of the- I know. No, I guarantee there's going to be at least one. No, there will be. There'll be one who, person. If you're a Star Wars fan and you wait until Saturday to see the movie, then I have to really question your fandom. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna be even, one even i'm going to this there's gonna be one person there's gonna be one person who didn't see it who's gonna say don't spoil it for me i haven't seen it i'm not seeing you until tomorrow yeah you we'll go them outside you, go, you tell them to go sit in the theater go home all right i guess that does wrap up the show i want to thank my co-host as usual from i grew up star wars.com the tom thank you tom hope, i hope it's good bye <laughs> <laughs> from jedibusiness.com Crisby I hope it's good too see ya <laughs> Ryan doesn't have a .com that I know of but no, our good no. friend Ryan <laughs> no but uh, what was it that Rick McCollum said about episode 1 it's so dense no no there was so something much... like this is going to be effing awesome or something oh like yeah that. that's that's what he said yeah okay you think, you think Rick McCollum's going to go see this movie Yes. Uh, yeah. He didn't see it with George? Rick McCollum's the new Luke no. Skywalker. I never felt that Rick McCollum cared about Star Wars, no. ever. No. So I don't think he's... Oh, well, he's probably going to see it. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, and from com, Jake. Four days, two hours, 46 minutes. That's right. It's going to be awesome. I, I'm not even going to do this, I hope. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Best Star Wars. Mm-hmm. You think it's gonna be the best Star Wars movie ever? Awesome or the? Oh no, 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 no. There, There's nostalgia. <laughs> let's not get, let's not get crazy, us, Jason. No, no, no. I know. All of us have bonded too much nostalgic value to the OT, so there's no, nothing that can top that. Yeah. But there, there's still really, really good films out there that are not OT, and so right. I let's, think this is let's going just to be hope, them. Let's just hope that the uh, Force Awakens washes uh, the bad taste of the prequels out of our mouth. Out of your mouth. My mouth. Your my mouth. mouth. My mouth. I'm not speaking for anyone other than myself. And about 3,000 members on your I, page. I like the, <laughs> all my followers. Man, you know who you are. Yeah, yes. I like the prequels, but I can appreciate bad movies. So Yes. There. Agreed. No, I love the prequels. I love them for what they were. It was a good Jason, time. Jason, don't you like Superman 4? Oh, uh, I can't even say that. I can't. I, 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 I kind of like it. I don't love it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't hate it. It's not. I can. You know. It's there. And, and Jason's favorite Star Trek <laughs> movie is the motion picture. That is Four. true. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're tasting 
films is thrown out the window. Right? Well, it's the most it's the most sci. Let's not talk about Star Trek. <laughs> Can I go now? Uh, rest. Yes. All right. See you Bye. guys on Tuesday. Bye, everybody. Later. Oh, wow. Chris, see you. Bring the phasma on Tuesday. Oh, I gotta say good night. From this is Jason saying good night, but not goodbye. Unless the movie sucks, we may never come back. Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye. Just one more drop, friend, before we stop, friend, one more moment face to face. Next time you're dry, friend, try stopping by, friend, if there's a light in the place. We may not thrive, friend, but we survive, friend. Look, we're alive, friend, you and I. So say goodnight, friend. <clears throat> Good night, but not goodbye.
are such a dear friend. You know I'm here, friend. Is that a dear friend in your eye? Now it's good night, friend. What? Good night, friend. Good night, but not 